Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. Today, I am so happy to welcome Tanya to the show. Welcome, Tanya. Hi, thanks for having me. What is your question for me today? My question is, as a Christian who finds herself more and more feeling like I don't fit in with the Mormon culture as a whole, especially with political alignment and, you know, relative to my LGBTQ views and um, how I'm just my, I guess my question is how do I navigate those feelings while staying a member of the church? Mm -hmm. And when I don't feel like the Mormon church always aligns with my personal values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's look at the belief that it should always align. I mean, says who? Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are people who say they should. Yeah. There, you know, you might be able to find a talk or something where it's all or nothing, right? We've heard that before. Uh-huh. But you can decide whether or not you want to believe that it's all or nothing. Yeah. I think I was raised being, I, I feel like I was taught that it was and that it mm-hmm. was very black and white. And, mm-hmm. You know, I've had people tell me to my face, you can't be a Mormon and believe blank, you know, mm-hmm. and that has, I think, sent me on a journey of figuring out who I am as a person and my own yeah. personal values. And it's really hard when I feel like my values aren't aligning with not necessarily the gospel, even though sometimes, you know, those, that gets tricky, but I just think the the culture as a whole. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like I fit in and yet I'm trying to look for every possible way to stay in. Yeah. And I just don't know how to ride that wave, I guess, and try to find where I fit in and not feel like a fraud and not feel like, you know, just because certain parts of the church culture just don't ring true for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's look at that. So you've got that belief that it is all or nothing. Mm-hmm. You have to believe everything that every any leader has ever said, or you need to be out. Right. So what you're describing is challenging that thought, that belief that it's all mm-hmm. or nothing. Yeah. And so your personal experience is that it's mm-hmm. not all or nothing. Yeah. Like right now you are a follower of Christ and you're still, it sounds like still closely affiliated with the church. Right. Yeah. And I'm so active and I want yeah. to remain active, but sometimes I feel like I'm almost being pushed and pulled mm-hmm. to, to be one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. And you are in charge of whether you believe that or not. Whether you believe the person that says, well, you can't be this, this, and this, and also a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and you get to go, well, actually, I can, because who says they're right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I think I also feel pressure sometimes from the other side where I have 
LGBTQ family members. And I don't want to feel like I'm somehow hurting them Mm -hmm. by staying in the church because I don't necessarily agree with some of the things that the church says about that group of people. And it hurts my heart a lot. And yeah, so I think also writing that line of like, well, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt my family either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have you asked them, like, is this hurtful for you? No, I guess not, not point blank like that. No, you, you might want to ask them. Yeah. Cause you may be kind of telling yourself a story or it may be true. They may be like, I we're really devastated that, that you're still a member of the yeah. church, but you don't know. Yeah. That would be a good conversation and probably a hard conversation. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. And from my perspective, there's value in staying and speaking up. Yeah. And saying, I think I don't believe in my, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that's what has been the driving force of me wanting to remain active is that I do want to stand up for other people and other opinions. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I just feel beat down because I, yeah, I'm the minority and I, I feel like I've, I grew up in Utah my whole life feeling like I was the minority with kind of more um, progressive views and Mm -hmm. people make assumptions about you as a person just because of those views. And, you know, we may, we may belong to the same church, but because I'm more progressive, uh, I was alienated a lot, Mm. uh, you know, by, by people that I, even people that I considered to be friends, Mm. you know, suddenly turned they're back on me. And I think that's the other part where it's hard for me to reconcile it because I'm like, okay, so we're both followers of Christ. We both believe in the same heavenly parents and, Mm -hmm. you know, the same principles of the gospel. And yet you're going to discount me or judge me based on my political views or my views about certain topics that you don't think are correct. Mm -hmm. And then that makes me feel like, why am I trying to stay in if they don't want me in? Mm -hmm. Well, that person or those people may, may not, or they may just not be very good followers of Christ at this point. Yeah. But kind of what we're wrestling with is external pressure Mm -hmm. and external information versus not versus, but, and internal, like, what is your heart telling you? And it sounds like, and if you are like most people I've ever worked with who are members of the LDS church, we are taught to trust external voices sometimes over our own, even though like President Nelson right now is very big on personal revelation. And so, but we somehow got the message that the external voices are where we find truth. Yes. And just for me, that hasn't been, that can be the case, but who decides what's true? I get to. And so Tanya, I think kind of claiming your personal power in your life to decide those things instead of being so impacted by the external views would be really helpful and freeing. Wow. Yeah. I, that's... You put that so perfectly. I I Mm. think that's exactly how I feel. And I do think that that's how I was raised to feel that I need everyone's approval Mm -hmm. and signature on everything that I do. 
And when I'm not getting that, it's hard for me. It feels, it feels unnatural. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And you lay kind of the socialization of women to please other people and to take Mm -hmm. care of other people and to make sure that everybody else is okay. And Mm -hmm. just, there's a lot going on. And so I totally can relate to what you're talking about. I grew up a people pleaser, wanting everybody to be happy, feeling responsible for other people's feelings. But part of growing up developmentally is really taking ownership of your life. And it sounds like you're at that point where you want to take ownership, but you're scared of disapproval of others. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's normal. We don't want to, no one wants to be on the outskirts, you know, no one wants to be there. It's, it is actually painful to be there, Mm -hmm. but I want to suggest that there are more people like you than you think there are. You just haven't found them yet. And they may be quiet because they're trying to people please or not rock the boat or whatever. Yeah. I hope you're right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, just an example of that is I have a pride flag out front mm-hmm. and one of my neighbors texted me and said, thank you so much. You're the only other person that's close to me that has a pride flag out other than me, you know? And she just said, I just want to thank you for taking a stand. And I was like, cool. So yeah, I know she's on the same page in terms of wanting to be a safe place for LGBTQ people and yeah. willing to kind of say, yeah, I'm taking a stand for this. Yeah. I love that. So you'll find as you gain the confidence to speak out a little bit more or to just show up in a more confident way with who Mm -hmm. you are and what you believe, you will start attracting more people who think like you. Yeah, that would be amazing. (laughs) Because it feels lonely, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. I have a couple a few friends who are in my corner and I feel like see my same side, but they feel like the minority too. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think if it were, if we're moving towards more acceptance as a people, as Mormon, you know, as Mormons, I just, there needs to be more acceptance and more love and more kindness for those on the outskirts. And maybe that's why I feel so much for people who are labeled as other, because I feel other in, Mm -hmm. you know, in my group that I was raised in. So. Yeah. Yeah. But Tanya, having a few people that Mm -hmm. you can talk to that get it, that is gold. Yeah. Like those people are your people. And I'm very lucky. They can support you in ways that other people who don't see things like you do can. Mm -hmm. And so that's, Yeah, I want to encourage you to let those people know, like, I appreciate you and that I can Mm -hmm. just kind of speak freely and, and openly and feel validated. Yeah, I'm really lucky. Be sure they know. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I will. What's that sigh? No, I just, I, I, I feel like I only talked to you for such a short time and I'm realizing more than ever, how little, how much weight I've been giving to other people's opinions. And Mm. I know that that's something that I've kind of always struggled with and and that I've been working on letting go, but it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. 
I go back and forth between like, I don't care what other people think of me, but then turns out I really do. Yeah. And we all do to some degree because we want to belong. Part of our need as humans is to belong to a group. And so that's okay. It's not like, I don't care about what anybody thinks, but it's kind of how much weight do you give them more weight than you give yourself? Yeah. Because you're going to consider what other people think. That's just human. Mm -hmm. But I want you to practice giving what you think and how you feel and what you believe more Mm -hmm. weight. It it kind of feels like it's been out of balance. Like other people have had more say in your life than you have. A hundred percent. Yeah. I need to be trusting myself more than I have Mm -hmm. been. Yeah. And that's just a skill that's, this takes practice. To kind of go, what, and it's, it's a lot of work to go, what do I want? What do Mm -hmm. I believe? What do I think? It's way easier to rely on other people because everybody, people will tell you what they think, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think it's just hopefully with more practice. Cause I do, I feel like I'll go through phases of doing really well with putting myself, you know, my own opinions of myself first, and then I'll hear a little something and it will kind of just drag me back in. And so hopefully with time and practice that will get easier. Yeah. And my guess is that what comes up for you is fear when you hear something that challenges kind of your personal authority or someone says, well, you can't support LGBTQ people and be Mormon. And you're like, oh, oh my gosh, can I, can I? And I want you to be able to say, I can, because I get to choose that. (laughs) Yeah. So watch for the little fear that flares up in there, you know, like, Oh, Oh my gosh, am I wrong? Am I, you know, are they right? Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Good. Good. Okay. What are you going to take from our conversation with you, Tanya? Trusting myself mm-hmm. and knowing I, I think I've, I've done a good job establishing, establishing what my values are. Mm. and knowing what those are. And so now I think it's just taking those and knowing that my opinion of what I do is what matters more than other other people's opinions and trying to silence the little voice in my head that wants me to please other Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. And we've been trained to do that. And so kind of unlearning that pattern, it, it takes a lot of practice and, and you're on, you're on your way. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope for, so. <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast today. I think you've got this. Like you're in a really good place and you're asking the right questions to help you move into this next stage. Thank you so much for your influence and everything that you put out in the world because it's definitely made a difference in my life. Thank you so much, Tanya. Thanks again for being on the show. Of course. Talk Take later. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com.
Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.